Hi, and welcome to the Domestic CEO Podcast. I'm Amanda Thomas. Painting your space can be a big deal. It either takes a lot of effort on your part or a decent chunk of change to have someone else do it for you. Yes, we all know at least one person who swears she loves to paint and repaints her house on an annual basis. But most of us normal people dread the thought of it. If you're going to go through the trouble of taping the edges, covering your floors and furniture with plastic sheets, the actual painting, and the cleanup afterwards, you want to make sure that you've picked the right paint. Am I right? So how do you make 100% sure that you are going to love the color that you put on your walls? It takes a little more than just going to the local hardware store and picking the first paint sample that catches your eye. In fact, there are four steps that I follow when choosing a paint color for a room in my home. But first, this podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. I'm doing some traveling this week and have been trying to pick out a book to listen to on the plane rides. There are over 100,000 titles on Audible, so I decided to narrow my search down to a comedy. All the David Sedaris books were tempting, but I know how hard I laughed out loud when I just read Me Talk Pretty one day. So I opted for Bossy Pants by Tina Fey. Hopefully, I don't upset any fellow passengers on my overnight flight with any loud cackling of my laughing. And if you know me, you know my cackling. If you want to see why I love Audible.com, go to audiblepodcast.com slash CEO and get a free audiobook for yourself. That's audiblepodcast.com slash CEO. Now, back to the painting tips. Step number one, get ideas. First, start looking through your home for inspiration. Inspiration can come in many different forms, but my favorite place to start is in my closet. A few years ago, I was told by an interior designer friend that you should surround yourself with colors that you know you look good in. I wish I had met this designer before making this mistake. I painted most of the areas in my house a gold-brown color. Don't get me wrong, it's a great color, but I've never felt comfortable in those areas. When the designer friend told me this tip, it made total sense. I never wear anything with gold undertones, and I usually look horrible in brown. All the neutrals in my closet are gray and black, and my colors all have a blue undertone. If I would have just known this one piece of advice, I would have prevented years of not really liking my living areas and a major repainting project. When looking through your closet, besides just figuring out what colors you feel most comfortable in, make sure to consider the feeling you want to create in the room as well. If you want the room to be calming, you may want to focus on the colors that are in your favorite pair of lounge pants or PJs. If you want the room to be energizing, use the colors from your party clothes. Another place you can find inspiration is with a specific piece you want to incorporate into the room. Maybe it's a carving you picked up on your last vacation or a vase that you found while antiquing. If it speaks to you, find a way to incorporate it in. Don't try and find an exact match to the color to use as the main color of the wall, but rather a neutral color that will allow the item to stand out. If you want to use more of the color from the item, I'd recommend using it as an accent color, either on a single wall or finding more items with that color to bring into the room. Step number two, collect paint chips. Once you've narrowed down your search to a color or two, go to your local hardware or paint store and pick up paint chips. Because the lighting in the store is likely much different than the lighting in your own home, I'd recommend picking up the 10 chips that surround the color you think is the one. I can't tell you how many times I've gotten home, hung the little square of color in the room, and been disgusted with how it looks in that space. To prevent having to go back to the store again and again, pick up more colors than you think you'll need. How they appear in the space will depend on how much natural light comes into the room, what type of light bulbs you use, and even the colors that already exist in the room, like the ceiling and the floor. Once you bring the paint squares home, hang them on your walls and live with them for a couple days. Go into the room in the early morning, middle of the day, and at night. See how the colors look different at different times of the day. Each time you look at them, 
toss out the one that you like the least. Do this until you have about two or three chips left. Step number three, buy samples. Now that you have two or three colors that look good in the space, go back to the store and purchase samples of those colors. Hardware and paint stores typically sell eight ounce jars of paint that can be tinted to any color they carry for a few bucks. This will allow you to go home and paint a three foot by three foot square on your wall in each of the colors to really test them out. This square doesn't need to be perfect, but it does need to be full color. In other words, don't worry about taping off a beautiful square, but do make sure to apply at least two solid coats to ensure you're getting the full color. Again, live with the painted spots for a little bit. After a day or two, pick your favorite and you're almost ready to go purchase. Step number four, math is your friend. While you're living with the paint samples, determine how much paint you're going to need to buy. To do this, you'll first need to figure out the square footage of your walls. Take the length of all the walls and multiply by their height. Subtract about 20 square feet for each door and 15 square feet for average windows, although you may want to do your own calculations if you have large windows or doors. One gallon of paint will usually cover about 350 square feet, but if your walls are currently just drywall without paint, you'll know because they feel dry and sometimes powdery to the touch, not smooth or silky. You'll want to use a primer or get an extra gallon because the walls will suck up the paint quickly. Now that you know which color and how much you need, you're ready to get started. Just make sure to pick up the painter's tape and plastic sheeting while you're at the store. Even though I'm sure the folks at the hardware store are really nice people, you don't want to see them any more than you already have. If you want to see some of my favorite painting ideas, head over to my Pinterest page at pinterest.com slash thedomesticceo. Thanks again to our sponsor, audible.com. Remember that you can get your free audiobook by going to audiblepodcast.com slash CEO. That's audiblepodcast.com slash CEO to get your free download. Do you have any questions about anything in this episode? Let me know in the comments or send me an email at domesticceo at quickanddirtytips.com. Or you can post your comments on the Domestic CEO Facebook wall or on my Twitter feed. Until next time, I'm the Domestic CEO, helping you love your home.